Hey! Oh, hey! You're listening to episode 16 of Fresh Floppies. Hey, you yeah. Oh, hey, what's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? Thank you for joining us on Fresh Floppies, the show wherein we will discuss today's new, <laughs> new releases that are coming out on the comic book shelves at your local comic shop, your LCS. Spoiler. Short. Filled with spoilers? Spoiler free. Oh, free of spoilers. Sans spoilers. Not we're giving them spoilers for free. It's no. the It's, it's uh, devoid of. Yes. Devoid yes. of spoilers. Anti-spoiler. Except for maybe this episode at the end, we'll give you, we'll let you know yeah, what yeah, yeah. happens. Because well, um, there's a big thing that we're going to start off with. But we don't want to spoil it for you. But if you're interested, at the end of the show. After the credits. Yeah. Keep listening and we'll tell you what the what the what is. What the what? What the what? What the what? Mm-hmm. I'll even time code it for oh, no I'm reason JD. whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Hey. That's me. Uh, JD, uh, J- Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex is your local comic shop. If it's not your local comic shop, we do mail outs. So we're still your local comic shop. Uh, 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. And with me is... Noel. My friend. Hey. Hi. Hi. My buddy. Hey. My pal. It's me. My good time. What's it? What's that? He's my... <laughs> my good time boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, what's starting us off today from um, Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici? I think we're going to talk about probably, the, uh, arguably the biggest book this week. Yeah. Maybe the biggest book this month. Maybe yeah. the biggest book this summer. Oh my God. Called Void Rivals. Mm-hmm. From Image Comics. Image Comics. Uh, written by Robert Kirkman with art by Leo Lorenzo De Felici. Uh, the creative Them team... Of- of Oblivion Song. Wonderful. And Robert Kirkman of Invincible, Walking Dead, Firepower. Oblivion Song. Yeah. I mean, we said that already. Shit, you did. We did. Fuck. Fuck, man. You know what? Show's uh, over. And, oh, uh, oh, 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 what's Outcast? Oh, yeah, Outcast. That's what I meant. Um, and uh, <laughs> a couple runs uh, of Marvel Comics. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Like yeah, Robert Kirkman. He's kind of freaking popular. People that don't even read comics are just like, what's that that zombie show? And yeah. they read it like it's going out of style. Yes. You can't keep Invincible Compendiums on the shelf. That's true. Yeah. Very good. Very good series. So, uh, yeah. Brand new series of theirs. Um, this no. series is uh, was, was uh, clouded in mystery. Yes. As a retailer, I was invited to a Zoom call with the kirk he likes me he le- it lets me call him Rob, the kirk. robert robbie kirks robbie's and uh he said hey here's void rivals i'm very excited we're working really hard on it it's a great story i think you'll dig it uh he gave us the whole rundown which is basically like enemy mine uh a very topical reference oh yeah no no, no. I, I think 80s. i think <laughs> i think there's a trend on tiktok about yeah. that film enemy, yeah. enemy mine starring uh, Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. That's right. God, so damn, that like movie's these... awesome. Directed by John McTiernan. Oh, was it? I think. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I love that movie. Uh, I haven't watched it in a very long time. I, I grew up loving that movie. And it's basically, Mouse. you have an a- like a humanoid, uh, and you have an alien, and they are trapped on the same world together. They are from warring f- uh, factions, and uh, they they grow to be become friends, uh, having to survive on this place by themselves. Uh, that is what Void Rivals is. You've got two warring factions. They meet on a planet. They are enemies. And they have to try to not murder each other and stay alive. And then there is also a big reveal in the book, 
which is kind of it's actually pretty big. That's pretty I, cool. I don't even want to talk about the reveal. Let's talk about the actual. Let's yeah, just talk exactly. about the plot of this. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> At the end, after the credits, we will tell you the reveal. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, we'll talk about the reveal later on because I, it's going to be it's one of those things that we're, it's going to be completely unavoidable. But maybe maybe you could save yourself until you get to the shop. Yeah. That's about it. But uh, oh, if, you know what? But beyond this, beyond this, like. Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. it's going to be everywhere in the yeah. titles of everything. I just... recommend it. I'm going to start off with that. Yeah, I, I think it's a fun story. Even even without the reveal, I'm like, oh, this is this is a classic setup. Yeah, yeah. The, the the reveal doesn't even matter. Right. Like, yeah, uh, narratively, it is like uh, uh, in the old uh, old school. Like, look at that red sky. I wonder what that's about. And then yeah. the the story continues on like they used to do with uh, like. Uh, DC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd like to issue a, a small correction. Okay. Enemy Mine was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Oh, thank God. Uh, yeah, not oh. John McTiernan. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Um, please don't come at me. Film Twitter. Um, yeah, Void Rivals. This was a, this was a, it was a small book, but yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Like, um, I, um, I'm going to be honest, I don't love Lorenzo de Felici's art. Oh, um, really? Well, I didn't love it in Oblivion Song. Okay. But here, I don't mind it. Oh, I, I, I really like how he does technology. Lovely. I like yeah. how he does, like, um, their suits. I like mm -hmm. how he does... Because there's... Um, I thought that they were robots. They do have very robotic-looking helmets. Helmet. Well, like, helmet, like, super suits or whatever. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, kind of, I realized, oh, no, no, these are, these are under like, people underneath, or humanoids yeah. underneath. yeah. Um, there's like a fluidity to it that I really, really like in this. It was good. Yeah. It was just really, this was a really solid issue. And I, the, I don't, the reveal itself is immaterial to the story. Yep. But I'm very interested in this small story. Yeah. And I, I hope that it, so reading the, um, reading the letter in the back by Kirkman, it seems as though he does have a plan. Mm -hmm. For this story, which is great, as opposed to it just being a backdoor kind of thing for something else. Right. So I'm I'm down. I'm down with this. This is this is delightful. Yeah, I really like it. You know, I would be remiss if I did not mention Matthias Lopez, who is the colorist of this yeah. book. I think that um, I like Lorenzo De Felici's art quite a bit. Uh, there, it's it's kind of kinetic, but it also feels like um, oh gosh, the guy from the original artist on Invincible. Can't remember his name. Corey Walker. Corey Walker. It's very Corey Walker, um, but with like a little bit more kineticism to it, a little yeah. bit more movement. Kirkman's got a type. Yeah, um, <laughs> and this, this uh, the story itself is delightful. I really like the interaction between these two enemies, mm -hmm. um, and how you can start to see the sort of maybe their walls come down just a little bit and then go back up a little bit. They're sort of like um, at this uh, back and forth. Derek and Salila. Thank you. Yeah, Derek and Salila. Um, yeah, this was this was a really strong issue. Blind, pick it up. I'm yeah. just going to just straight up say blind, pick it up. It's um, um, agnostic of the kind of little reveal that's in here. Just grab it. It's it's mm -hmm. strong. I also like the re there's there's a second reveal to the story itself, mm -hmm. which I like as well. Yeah. Um, between the two characters. So, uh, yeah. Um, f fresh, fre very fresh. Very fresh. Very fresh. Very fresh. It's Do good. It. Go it's a good it. number one. Um, next up. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the uh, relaunched Black Panther by Eve L. Ewing and an artist whose name I will find in just one second because we Sorry, didn't Eve prepare. Sorry, Eve L. Ewing? Eve L. Ewing. Eve L. Ewing, because there's an 
Al oh, this is an Al. No, it's not Al Ewing. This whole time it's I Eve thought Ewing. it was Al Ewing, and I was like, this doesn't feel like Al Ewing. That uh, explains Eve it. Eve L. Ewing there and Chris Allen. Thank you. Uh, uh, with ink by Chris Allen and Craig Young and Jesus Abruto as the colors. Yeah. Um, Abruto's? Yeah. Huh? I will say, um, I always try a Black Panther series when it comes out. I'm always excited for a new number one. And... I don't ever, I, I've not historically stayed with him for a very long time. I find him to be in the realm of Silver Surfer, in mm. that I don't have an emotional connection to this character, but that's not to say I don't like the character, but there's always some a little bit of distance. He's a, he's a, uh, a king. He's a monarch, yeah. Um, and it just, just, I don't know, he, he speaks in a way sort of like the Silver Surfer, um, that doesn't speak to me specifically. I am more of a ground level kind of guy. Well, can I can I ask you a question? Please. How often do you enjoy reading um, diplomatic intrigue, espionage, and it's not my bag, baby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I don't even think it's the character. I think this these the Black Panther book usually always just like slots into those genres that yeah. I've never seen you read. Yeah. yeah. Very political. <laughs> Very and I don't political. mean that in the uh, go woke, go broke. No, no, no. It's, injecting it's, politics into my... That's literally political. Yeah, like the, politics. the the setup of this book is that in the last series by um, John Ridley, mm-hmm. um, which they, first, they moved from... I love the first issue of that way better than this one. They moved, <laughs> the, they moved from a monarchy to a democratic republic. Uh, Wakanda did. Um, and a part of that was ousting um, T'Challa. T'Challa himself. Yeah. He's no longer the king. He's no longer welcome in Wakanda. Yeah, However, he's actually been he's banished. Banished. Ah. I don't know exactly why, but you know, whatever comics. Um, he's been. Wait, we don't know exactly why because you didn't I read it because I didn't read Same. it. Same. Okay. Yeah. I didn't finish that story. Um, uh, we don't know exactly why. I don't know exactly why, but um, all that matters is that he still obviously as the Black Panther is protecting Wakanda. So yeah. he's doing it from a, um, a city on mm-hmm. the outskirts of it's Wakanda, but on the outskirts of like the capital, yeah. um, which is a slum. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a, it's an old school looking steampunk blade runner esque yeah. slum. Yeah. Uh, that is named after his father, but what is it? Bernan T'Chaka. Bernan T'Chaka. Um, and just kind of trying to figure out what he is next. Now, uh, that's the setup. Mm-hmm. All, okay, all of that, very, very interesting to me. I love that it's this new city of this 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 version of Wakanda that I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, oh, what if we threw him in New York City? Um, and he's no longer a king. He's just sort of a protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all of this stuff. I love the look of his new costume. Oh, his new costume is dope. Um, which is basically mm-hmm. the same as his old costume with some new accoutrement. Um, but it's really the writing. Go on. Go on. What were you gonna say? Uh, the same. This yeah. is this suffered from the same kind of problem I had with the first couple of issues of uh, Tanahisi Coates' run. It mm-hmm. is a lot of setup. Ponderous is that the word? What does ponderous mean? Um, it, it's very thoughtful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's there's a lot of it's a lot of um, monologuing in his head. It is it is a lot of monologuing. Um, I read this late last night and. It felt very long, mm-hmm. um, and I gotta tell you the uh, the choices too. So his it's it's a lot of it's a lot of monologue text boxes, a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot. Yeah. But 
the art is also very dense in this slum mm -hmm. and the text boxes are black with white text in mm -hmm. the dense art mm -hmm. so it was it really wasn't pleasing to the eye also to like follow and flow through the through the panels um i know it's a choice but like i'm looking at the first couple like that's it's almost blindness i think i actually missed a couple uh -huh. and then went back and kind of read them again um it's it's just a lot it is a very front-loaded book but then when it slows down and there's actual dialogue between characters and yeah <laughs> and t'challa actually sits down with somebody i i it was just fine <laughs> yeah yeah he's basically I, been following so he he wants the city to know that the black panther is still here even if even if they don't have a king mm -hmm. um he's here to protect them so he's making himself known he's specifically going through and and helping people um but he also has a thing where i guess there was some sort of test being set up and he, he stops a purse snatcher and i didn't understand any of that. i didn't understand it either they were purposely it was a test to test this kid for them yeah yeah um it wasn't an actual purse snatching and he he winds up you know um stopping it and then kind of being being embarrassed he's like oh i don't know anything about this city i don't know how this works um so me as a reader I felt similar. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know how that worked either." So I'm with you. Uh, I yeah. I when when they they introduced when it's introducing essentially trying to introduce the stakes. Yeah. Uh, in his own land, he is a stranger. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so front loaded that by the time you kind of get to that point, which is the last three pages of this comic, mm -hmm. it feels like uh, on not enough yeah it doesn't feel very meaty mm -hmm. like um the hook is is so subtle that it's like okay yeah i guess mm -hmm. i get it i got it 20 pages ago yeah uh yeah very dense read yeah um, and i'm i'm like evaluing um i've not read much of her stuff i know she did like a a very celebrated run on Ironheart and something else but i know a lot of people are very excited about this book so i maybe i'm just missing something yeah maybe um it's the fun. cover is wonderful i love this who is this cover artist tc who's the cover is i wish the I wish, the actually speaking of the art um the art inside i think is really nice really well done uh it is a lot everything is jam-packed like there there's a lot of backgrounds but the the artist also does this very cool thing because we've got this Oh, this yeah. metropolis, this really um, sort of crazy architecture That's that cool. the whole double page spread um, towards the beginning of the book is the the panel breaks are made up by the city itself. That is really cool. And honestly, that was that uh, that's a double page spread that I didn't have trouble with the text boxes because yeah. you have different color schemes inside of each one of these panels. Mm -hmm. Kind of keeps it easier, whereas the very next layout even though this page is cool as hell with him in the side. Yeah. The very next layout, though, is the text boxes are basically bled into the buildings. Uh, it's... I think this is fresh enough. I, I Like, I haven't read the last run that led to this. Yeah. I feel disinvested from his story. Uh -huh. I also... I'm not exactly sure... Are we rooting for T'Challa? Like, the idea of moving from a monarchy to a democratic republic mm. seems as though it's a positive thing. Right. Um, but he's refusing to kind of... Participate? Uh, relent? I Or 
Well, I don't I, think mm, this, I didn't get that. Well, he's he's in he's a, not the in a king, couple. No, I know but, he understands that, but in a couple of these things, in a couple of the text boxes, I wasn't. I guess I'm still muddy on his motivation. I know he wants to protect Wakanda, yeah. but he's doing it in secret, and every and the only person that ends up seeing him is like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Like I I, I'm still unclear about his goals. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought that like this is a good thing, right? I like, think I think that's part of the story is him trying to find figure his out what place he... in this okay. new this new world, uh, and also being human, maybe having trouble letting go of. You know, he was the king. Um, so, is, um, you know, I feel like he's just trying to um, find his own place. So I don't know if even he knows yet. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like there's there's definitely an audience for this book. It just so happens I'm not it. Yeah, from Jump. Yeah. Uh, this is not your, your tone. This is not your, your genre. I do love really intricate stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, stuff like this. Um but uh, it didn't hit me right. I don't know. Maybe it'll take. Uh, I I could totally see, in a year, picking up some trades and and just plowing through them. But yeah. as a single issue, um, just a lot of. Setup. It didn't leave me empty. It just kind of left me like, oh, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so fresh enough. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-seven came out. Legacy number nine hundred twenty-one by Zeb Wells. And Ed McGinnis, Ed baby. McGinnis with inks by Mark Farmer and colors by Marcio Menez. Um, so we finally, all right, the last thing happened. Kamala Khan uh, is no more. Uh, she'll be back in a couple months, I guarantee it. Dead and um, now we've, we're moving on. Yep. And Peter is dealing with his, his emotions. Norman is dealing with his emotions because he feels uh, that it's his fault. Since Kamala only worked at Oscorp specifically to keep an eye on Osborne. Mm-hmm. So being a new person who has uh, empathy uh, and guilt. <laughs> being new to empathy. <laughs> yeah, Norman's like, oh shit, it's kind of my fault she's dead. You know, um, because bit. of all of my past and the fact that she felt she had to keep an eye on me. Um, but we do get some Peter and Black Cat, which I always enjoy. I love them together. I like the way, she, I like what she's done here mm-hmm. in the beginning. I don't think it's a big spoiler to say... Uh, you know, it's a it's a fight with the shocker that Peter doesn't know she set up specifically to take Peter's mind off of, um, uh, off of the death of Kamala because he's you know beating himself up and everything, and um, he, she set it up just mm-hmm. because she's a good girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, she's she's thinks she's being a good girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. her version of a good girlfriend. Yeah, she's she's a uh, like this is this is actually what I really enjoy about their relationship, the fact that she is wholly different. Yeah. Her idea of helping him cope is to keep him distracted cuz yeah. she wants to like help get his mind off of things when really he probably just needs like morning space time. And te- yeah. Space and therapy. Yeah. Oh, my man needs so much therapy. <laughs> but um but it was very funny, it's very cute. Um, I was wondering how they were going to pivot in the, you know, next issue after. And they did it with a time jump. Mm -hmm. There's there's been a couple, like, I think they refer, there's been a couple of weeks. So this is, we're essentially seeing him kind of his first time out. Yeah. Or or just recently started patrolling again. And um, Felicia calls it. She's like, yeah, he's not ready. Let's... We're gonna we're gonna head back and everything's gonna be fine and I I liked it I liked it a lot 
The people who have, I, I will agree with the people who have issues with Kamala Khan being killed off in another character's book uh, and not given the gravitas and the weight of her own character story arc that uh, leads to her death. Um, I saw someone tweet, oh, and next up, here's Doc Ock. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're kind of just, like, we're not glossing over it, but we really are just be like, oh, she's dead. Here comes a Doc Ock story. There's not even an issue of fallout from that we're gonna get oh well, there is one coming but yeah. it's called fallen friend death of miss marvel yeah. um so it's not even like an issue af- in spider-man the book she died in where she gets a full uh issue um, um so i kind of get that i'm 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 less sympathetic to that mm. I, it, it's it's comic books i well, sure but but it it does so these are not these will be collected in such an order to where i, I don't know it's it's like the difference between this is going to be somebody's first comic book. Yeah. And if it's a 20-page meditation on the weight of death, mm. it's not necessarily... A, it, it's. I think it's okay. Um, they, they make mention of it. It is affecting our main characters while still introducing the next story arc, mm. and we're going to get a book. I... I... Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Because I, I, like... When when people actually do pass away in your life, you you don't completely stop. Mm-hmm. You do have to also keep kind of going to sure. some degree, especially a couple of weeks later. Yeah. So, it's fine. Um, and then on top of that, I was a little weirded out by the new Doc Ock technology. Um, weirded out in a good way, or I don't uh, know yet. I These think little I... things are so. I can't tell if they're gonna be a Jaro. I think Little I, Jaros. I think I love it. I personally think I love it. The, so he, well, he, okay, geez, how does this work? So Doc Ock had some tentacles that he was psychically linked to. Mm-hmm. And I think because of spec, Superior Spider-Man, mm-hmm. now those tentacles, which are AI and have a thoughts of their own, sort of have a little crush on Peter. Like, or like a familial. Yeah, like a. Um, connection. He's, his altruism affected them irrevocably yeah, yeah. yes um, and so he kind of just visits he, he, there's a scene here where Peter is asleep and the tentacles go in his open window and like tuck him in mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Doc Ock um, catches wind of it and he has created new tentacles which are very cool looking yeah. um, but each each segment of the tentacles are their own living tentacle yeah so I, I want to add in, this is a callback to issue 900, yeah. where the, all the tentacle stuff kind of came to yeah. be, and also, um, the tentacles saved J. Jonah, because of Peter's affection for J. Jonah. Yeah. So, like, it's these, they've been on the run since then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just been out, out yeah. in the cold. Um, and yeah, uh, Otto finds them, gets them. Uh, and these new, yeah, the new tentacles, it's a, a blockchain of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Each segment of the tentacles can be separated and act as uh, an agent of the tentacles, but then they kind of come back together. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. <laughs> and each of the tentacles has their own little goopy tentacles? Like, so, no, like... so the inside is goop. Yeah. So he's slurping up all of, like, the, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like a... Nanotechnology in liquid form. Kind of right. Yeah, it's I'm kind of like my the, head the, makes sense of it. Like flubber. 
Okay. But it's, they're powered by this goo. Yeah. The goo allows them to separate and work autonomously, but yeah. still maintain like the 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 consciousness link of each one. And I, each one could be its own agent alone, separated from the others because of this this capacitive gel. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, I, it's, I res- it's grody. I, I respect I, it. I, I res- yeah, I was about to say I respect <laughs> leveling up the characters' yeah. technology uh, in a really weird way. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then oh, there's also some Goblin Queen stuff in here. So um, I'm still enjoying this book. I just for some reason with this one I was just like, well, I do kind of wish they had spent a little bit more time on Kamala and a little bit. Um, uh, I always thought that the the technology was a little weird, um, but it is very comic booky. Mm-hmm. So, oh, also Ed McGinnis drew Norman Osborn's hair wrong. What? Yeah, Norman Osborn has those weird waves. Oh, they they go he, left. Like, they go they go across his head, not with his hairline. Um, when so did... he messed that up? So I hate it. Remind me again <laughs> when. Ox clone body became dude. No idea. I was literally just talking to someone about this. This is a the Peter clone, isn't it? So the last time I was reading Superior Spider-Man, which was a new version of Superior Spider-Man, it was Doc Ock in a cloned Peter body, which was like toit and yeah. you know rippling muscles and all that. And he dyed um, his hair and stuff. And now yeah. he's got his bowl cut and he has put he's on a little he, thicker. He looks, he's classic Doc Ock again. Yeah. I I did not stick with that, so I don't know how that happened. I don't know if he just his it's just because of his habits <laughs> his body just looks that way I mean, again. I don't get me wrong. I love this character design. Like the new suit is cool. Um he's he's a little chonky but he's solid. Like yeah. he almost he almost looks like a mini um Kingpin? Yep. Yeah. Where he still has he still got he's still got like pecs but he's just gutty. Yeah. Um I I dig this character design. I think it's going to be fun. Um, and I don't, I, I, yeah, I get the complaint, but I, I think it's a little bit, um, more of an echo of previous complaints about her death altogether. Yeah. I, I don't think this is business. I, I don't think business unusual. I, yeah. I, I, I sympathize with people who are not tickled by how her death and character have been handled in this series specifically. Hmm. Um, yeah, I you're just, right. Sympathize, but it doesn't bother me though. Just personally. a quick second. One of the all-time greats passed away yesterday. Oh, John Romita. Just an senior. absolute master of the comic book craft. Uh, All-around nice fella, from what I understand. And the father of John Romita Jr., who's been writing, or I'm sorry, drawing this mm-hmm. entire series almost. Uh, except for the Ed McGinnis ones. Um, I've been going through an epic collection of Amazing Spider-Man, written by Stan Lee, drawn by John Romita Sr. Um, he's the one who helped co-create uh, Mary Jane and many other characters and it's he's just so good going back and revisiting those issues is a pleasure um both from stan lee's writing and john ramita senior's artwork it's just if you haven't read classic amazing spider-man highly recommend you pick up uh, an epic collection um he he really is probably one of the first artist books i've ever read Mm -hmm. was john ramita senior um, reading those classic Spideys, so um, he's just uh, awesome. Really, yeah. really, really good artist. Well, I think we we'll talk about it on the show tonight. And um, 
Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore of yeah. of comic book really creators. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to mention it because uh, I, I woke up to that news today and was kind of bummed. But mm. um, also, plenty of plenty of work that you can uh, buy and look at. Oh he, yeah, like um, he worked for that book for so long. <laughs> I was I like uh, I don't know how this is gonna sound. He was not taken early. Mm-hmm. There is a he lived. He was like nineties, ninety one, ninety three. There is, and he was still drawing mm-hmm. ten years ago. There is so much amazing John Romita Sr. art and storytelling available. Yeah. Pick and he up. passed away, his son said he passed away peacefully in his sleep, which is like, wow. <laughs> living and dying the dream. That's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Yeah, let's, 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 um, let's um, segue seamlessly. Yeah, it's a into... click, click, boom. <laughs> <laughs> From Image Comics, it's a number one issue. It's by Doug Wagner um, and Doug Dabs. And Doug's. Matt Wilson. <laughs> So Doug Doug Wagner's your boy. Tell us um, about it. Doug Wagner and I have dinner often. <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> we're Facebook pals as well as real face pals. Oh. FaceTime pals. No. But not FaceTime. But like face to face. Oh, I see. That's not true. I don't know the man. I don't even know what the fuck he looks like. Either way. <laughs> um I have thoroughly enjoyed his last three miniseries yeah. with um uh, Daniel Hilliard, oh, yeah. who does not do the art for this one, but either way, Doug Wagner and Daniel Hilliard. We've talked. I've talked about them on the on the show before. On every show, every time I get a platform, I will talk about these books. Plastic, vinyl, plush, um, and I think there's another one, Ride, which I haven't finished yet. But either way, these are wonderfully twisted um, mini series with nothing but humor and heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw that he started a new series called Click Click Boom. I think it's a mini series also. Mm-hmm. Um, with a different artist, and I was like, oh my god, without Daniel Hilliard? Uh, but I wanted to give it a shot anyway. Um, what did you think of this book? Um, I think it's pretty fresh. Um, I, I didn't realize as I was reading it that it was Doug Wagner, because mm-hmm. uh, I had read a, um, a couple of issues of his previous works and never finished them, not on purpose, I just get distracted easily. Why do you hate him? Um... <laughs> I did find I, I like our main character mm-hmm. who I don't know her name honestly Elton John oh, is it really no, no I don't know but she that's calls what her we call her yeah. she's got the sunglasses um, who has been raised by her I don't know grandfather out, Shh, out in the middle of nowhere no clue um, in the ways of I don't know gun stuff and um, <laughs> survivalist she's, she's mute <laughs> And she communicates by taking photographs of people. She seems like a manic pixie dream girl kind of character who's like, I've got different colored hair every panel, and aren't I cute? Um, but I, I like her. Um, but And she seems to be going after this corporation. But then we have a character who is a podcaster, wannabe journalist, and I find her to be a little annoying. Oh, yeah? Um, so I'm like half on, half off, but... Uh, she, you know, maybe she'll war- I'll warm up to her, this podcast uh, character. But uh, um, uh, Serena Biggs, I, I like her uh, yeah. because her first scene is um, so on the nose and a little rough. But as soon as we get her with Elton John, mm-hmm. they juxtapose each other quite nicely. Um, as a podcaster, mm-hmm. not I'm not saying me as a podcaster. I'm talking about just like the the stereotype of a podcaster, especially uh, investigative journalist podcaster. Um, she monologues. She is 
verbose, she speaks what she's thinking. Like, it's her habit to narrate everything. So, like, that comes through in the character, which is a direct opposite of the other character who yeah. literally only commutes, communicates through visuals. Eh, yeah, I guess less, so. Less gross, but yeah. Um, you got the verbose person and the silent person. Yeah, I, no, I, and I, I also think having having a mute character is a nice challenge, and I think that they pull it off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, we are alone with her for a good chunk of the book, and it's it's not until... It's not until uh, more than halfway through when I realized, oh, yeah, she's not talking. Right. Like, I'm literally just kind of following and seeing flashbacks and, and all this stuff. It's not until later in the book when she explicitly signals it that, like, oh, you're, you you can't talk. Right, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like this a lot. And I did like the art. I wish it was the other. I wish it was D- a Hilliard. Yeah. Is it Doug Hilliard? No. Daniel. Daniel Hilliard. I do wish it was Daniel Hilliard. Uh, but it's, it's all, it, the art's fine. No, that is very solid. I kind of like this. I don't know if I. I honestly, I don't know if Hilliard would have been right for this. Hmm. There's, there's no mean streak in this book. Right. The stuff that they work on together has kind of like a mean streak where your oh, protagonists yeah. are horrible, horrible people. Psychopath. This is a much different kind of story where you're, you're essentially rooting for a vigilante and a journalist. And yeah. I don't know if Hilliard's kind of um, twisted, grotesque. Sometimes gory yeah. style would work with this at all. Well, this, I think we needed a colorful, sketchiness, touch. softerness. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. even the violence is kind of obfuscated in this book. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like this a lot. I think it was a strong first issue. And I'm I sorry will, that you hate everything. I will <laughs> look to you uh, if you tell me that the book is worth keeping up with. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. I, I, I the, the initial... Mystery seems very um, interesting. Mm. I hope it's a little bit more than just evil corporation. Yeah, uh, give it a little bit more. And it, I, yeah, there's there's a scene in here where she gets her ass smacked, and she has no idea how to respond to it. So then just smacks the ass of the next guy walking by her as yeah. like a hello. Yeah, yeah. Like that's these are great silent scenes that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I like this. Nice. Yeah. Um, anything else? Was that it? Did we have, it? You, have, you, have you read anything else? No, that's it. Um, what, what are you looking, looking forward, forward to? to? Ah! Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 140. It's a new jumping on point. I haven't read a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story since issue one or two or three. I got the IDW hardcover. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sold um, those. What's that? You sold them? I sold them. I had like six of them. Yeah. And I just kept staring at them. I tried to read them a couple yeah. times. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read this. And I just ended up selling them. Um, but this is a new jumping on point, so I'm kind of curious about that. Um, uh, what else is coming I loved this. I loved the, the beginning of the Sophie Campbell stuff, uh, especially when she was drawing it. Um, I stuck with it for about 30 issues. Yeah. Um, but then it just, I just, the book was still good, but I, I kept putting off reading it. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, that it's, happens. it's, I think maybe I'm a turtle fan in doses as opposed to. I love movies, but do I watch all five seasons of the show? No. I am very excited for the new film coming. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I am excited for Night Fever, the new oh, graphic the novel new, by Ed, Ed, Brubaker Ed Brubaker and Sean, and Sean Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Came out this week. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice little hardcover. And cover. I'm excited for the end of uh, uh, Cold War, the Captain America crossover event. Yeah? You've been reading it? I yeah. Re- I'm, we, I'm we up to date on this bad boy. We touched on the first issue. 
spoilers i'm up to date on this bad boy it's it's fun it's um uh the some of the some of the conflict is is uh not forced um silly comic book silly like Uh um steve and and uh and sam are fighting about something but it's like it's it's like a hey have a good have a conversation for five seconds you dummies Kind of conflict, like comic booky conflict. I do not like this art. The whole series, the art has not been. Actually, wait, hang on. It's not. This is Cia Villa, right? No, no, no. No. Carlos Magno. Yeah. I don't like Um, it. It's got a Juan Jose Rip sort of um, vibe to it. That. Yeah. No. Some. So some of the issues of. This is like a problem with Captain America books. Period. Like they usually kick off with like a great creative art, and then it just kind of gets sub ish like this both of these books started with um carmen carnero who's awesome and uh silva rb silva oh yeah awesome great um but then now it's like carlos magno and yeah i i i want i want a captain america book that's got like a solid art the entire time that'd be great um Um, oh you know what i wasn't gonna bring it up now i was a gonna i was a gonna uh Punisher by Jason Aaron. But you I'm finished gonna, it. I'm going to talk about it tonight on What You've Been Up To This Week, huh? Okay. On the podcast. What podcast is that? Uh, well, that's um, the Cold Pop live stream, which goes, uh, we go live streaming every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Join us there tonight. This is the end of our show. However, after the music, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the reveal at the end of Void Rivals. Music so, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about Void Rivals. Yeah. So we'll we'll see you in a couple minutes if you care. Uh, but in the mean, if you if you want to dip out, where can they find you? Uh, my my comic shop, Giant Destructors Hero Complex. I said it at the top of the show. Uh, they can, It's good to repeat. It's yeah. good to repeat. Yeah, also, also, you can tweet at me at JD's Hero Complex. Uh, you can tweet at the show at Cult Pop Go. Uh, you can also email us at cultpopgo dot at, at gmail dot com. Cultpopgo at gmail dot com. Um, and join us every Wednesday night live. All right, uh, we'll talk at you later. Bye. Remember that. catch Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new thunder rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later. Transformers, more than meets the eye. For three seconds. <laughs> For three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at the end of, in the middle of Void Rivals, these two people are stuck on this planet, and they're like, oh, hey, look, there's a ship. Uh, we don't have any energy. Let's go uh, to the ship and see if they have any energy. We're going to tap into their... Um, it's the other way. Like, they think that they can get it started with whatever, like, small energy reserves they have. Oh, they have energy. Yeah, they spark it. Right, you're it. right, you're right.
and it immediately transforms a transfer it's a transformer yeah uh looks down at them and is like oh i could tell by the rust on my hands that i've been here for mil oh god i've got to get to cybertron and literally time. pieces the fuck out yeah and leaves them still stranded do not so be it afraid is, i mean you no harm i'm jetfire a cybertronian scientist can you please tell me how long i've been here uh nope <laughs> And it then is he's like, All right, bye. <laughs> it is so immaterial to the plot. It it's is. it's almost offensive, which which is totally <laughs> I wasn't offended, fine. Well, no, I like if some. So I, the big story this week is that it's a it's a backdoor introduction to this shared universe that Skybound is doing because now they have the rights to both GI Joe as well as Transformers, uh-huh. and they're calling it the Energon Universe. Yeah. So that's great, but if that's the headline for this book, yeah, people expecting a Transformers book yeah. are gonna be pissed you know because what? this is just a tiny little thing of two people. Reminds me of Spider-Boy. A little bit. Yeah, there was a big deal. Dan Slott's like, hey, you're gonna, everyone's gonna want this issue. Spider, there's a new character or whatever. I didn't even say that. He was just like, that's a big deal. And then Spider-Boy shows up and pieces the fuck out in like three panels. So uh, very similar, but it was enough to get me excited. I thought it was really cool uh, just to have this backdoor entry into mm-hmm. new, brand new um, Transformers comics, which wait for don't like don't spill everything right away. Let's okay. let's actually just like piece it out, like okay. piece it out. Okay. So does it enhance this book? No. no. Is it cool? Yes. At the end of the book, there's a nice letter uh, by Robert Kirkman who actually does talk about, um, yes, the intention is that these two characters we're meeting here will be a part of this larger Energon universe, shared universe kind of thing. Yes. So it it's not a one-off. It's not like that was one of my concerns too because I was enjoying this book so much. I was like, is this really just like, are we not going to give a shit about these people in five issues because mm-hmm. it's really just about the robots? No, yeah. it's that's not the intention. So that was comforting. And then they share the books that are coming out of this, which is a Transformers number one in October. Don't say, don't say, don't say it, don't say it. Well, because I want to like lead it up. All right, Transformers number one in October. Duke in November or December. December. Duke number one in December. Cobra Commander number one in January. January. So they're doing it slow roll, Mm -hmm. and then they also revealed the creative teams. And the Transformers creative team, go ahead and say it. It's Daniel Warren Johnson. Is one of our absolute favorite creators I in love him so this much. entire medium. Also, just such a perfect fit. Yeah. Everything about it screams amazing. And yeah. then you text me a couple days ago and you're like, hey, did you know the creative team's yet? I was like, no, no, what are they? And then I made a joke. Yeah. And the joke was accurate. Yeah. Which blew my goddamn mind yeah. and I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. So I don't think either of us are huge Joshua Williamson fans. I am slowly coming around a little bit because of his work on Superman. And wasn't there something else he's writing that I'm enjoying? Oh, you like two issues of Green Arrow, Green right? Arrow. Green yeah. Arrow's off to a good start and Superman's doing great. So um, up until this point, I haven't really cared about Joshua Williamson's writing. Uh, so he's writing Duke and Cobra Commander, and your joke to me was like, oh, is it going to be someone like fucking Joshua Williamson who's writing every book on the planet? And I was like, oh, yep, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, uh, really, the, the hook for me is Daniel Warren, Daniel Warren Johnson, Johnson on Transformers. 100%. If you guys have not read any Daniel Warren Johnson, grab Wonder Woman Dead Earth. It's metal as fuck. Um, the, do a power bomb. And Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon. I have so like so good. in the shop on Sundays. I have sold 
Murder Falcon and Dual Power Bomb so much. Yes. Like those books are basically masterpieces. Yeah, we just love them. Um, yeah, no, I'm very excited about this. I don't want anyone else to fill in art. Yeah. I will wait six months between issues if necessary. Mm-hmm. I will buy this in every format. Daniel Warren Johnson on Transformers is the most inspired choice by any IP owner <laughs> that has ever existed. I'm not joking. Like having ha, like having Jason Aaron write Star Wars, yeah. pretty inspired. That's yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Let's fun. put a creative talent on yeah. uh, an IP book, which historically IP books usually, they spend so much money getting the rights. Yeah. It's like interns writing it yeah. at least that's how it was like back in this uh the 70s and 80s it yeah, was yeah. just like hey throw anybody on there larry hammer is the exception yep not the rule yep. and larry hammer who wrote the entirety of the gi joe yeah 80s comic book and and just wonderful from what i understand too like that was the 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 opportunity was thrown at him because no one wanted it and yeah. he just like did something with it yeah. um but having this kind of independent creative on such a big book I can't. I, I'm so excited. It's not yeah. even funny. So excited. Same, same. And it it does eclipse Joshua Williamson yeah. on Duke. See, to, to the industry, he's a big name somehow. Um, he's he's like head honcho at. He's like head like the head writer in air quotes at DC. Yeah. He's literally. He just ended an event. Yeah. Starting a new event. What's the new event? The Night Terrors. That's oh, he's Night writing that. Terrors, right. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. he writes right. everything, and you know what? It, none of it is bad. Right. It's just fun. But a lot of it is boring. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, I did like the one issue of Superman I read. I'm gonna wait till it's collected before I d- mm-hmm. make any decisions. Apparently, um, his Flash one was really good. I read about twelve issues of it, and I was so bored. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Dang. Well, there you go. I I have tried it constantly. I you know what I I dug um dark. Crisis for a while. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, and, and then, then it ended, and I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, and then it like the back half of it was just like, oh, so you're just you this this okay. Yeah, it's this That's, thing. Okay, yeah. Cool. So like I, my experience with Joshua Williamson, excellent starts, terrible landings. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna try I'm, them all. I'm definitely gonna try them. I'm certainly curious about Duke, and more. I'm more so actually. I don't really care about Duke. Uh, Cobra Commander. I'm actually kind of excited for Cobra Commander. I mean, same writer. I, I got you. Got to believe that it's they're going to be connected books. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to read them, but I mean, as far as like my <laughs> excitement, I'm going to read them. Noel, I'm going to read them. Transformers, <laughs> then Cobra Commander, then Duke. So it's Transformers uh, at like the top of a skyscraper, and then. The third floor yeah. of the same hundred-story skyscraper yeah, yeah, yeah. is Duke. Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, Cobra, Cobra Commander. Commander. And then yeah. Duke is like the uh, the lobby elevator. Yeah, yeah. It's not the basement. Yeah, I'm yeah. in, yeah, but yeah. like the lobby elevator to get to yeah. the rest. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, that's what happens in Void Rivals. Yeah, that's all spoilers, man. To go yeah. pick up a copy. That's it's a fun. it's a special first appearance. Yeah, like we said, for two seconds. Like yeah. we said in the beginning, the book is worth it, whether or yeah. not the the reveal happened. Yeah, agreed. I still would have enjoyed this even if there was no Transformers involved. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. That's well, it. thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you tonight, hopefully. Yeah, see you yeah. guys later. Toodles. Doo-doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs>